Hi, and welcome back to the Swell Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell. Here on the Swell Shenanigans Podcast, I like talking about all things pop culture, social media, and shenanigans. This episode might be coming out a little later in the day because I just got back from Tampa, Florida for the latest in content creator boxing, Creator Clash. And that's partially what I'm going to talk about in this episode is my own shenanigans with this uh, trip, if you can even call what I did a shenanigan. Um, I mean, it's a very passive shenanigan, but I guess it could count uh, because, yeah, I felt out of place. So, you know, (laughs) first, before we start talking about Creator Clash and, you know, the non-event side of things and all of that, I really wanted to talk about the latest celebrity menace, Cara Delevingne. For those of you who are unaware, Cara Delevingne was a model. She's an actress. I don't think currently, um, but she's also like an heiress like she's (laughs) it's so funny when you look at like even the people you don't think are nepotism babies are nepotism babies but like (laughs) Kara was like a huge deal when I was in high school actually uh that was when she kind of stopped modeling and was getting into acting and like Paper Towns was coming out she was gonna be in Suicide Squad all this stuff uh the original one (laughs) we all know how that went and um so like my friends and I were all like really kind of rooting for her we were we were interested in how it was going to go uh, because, you know, models turning to actors, that's at least interesting for us. And then the movies fell off or she wasn't very good, you know, all this stuff. She's kind of come and gone from like the social scene in Hollywood, the celebrity scene and all of that. Gosh, what's the latest thing that she did that I like I can call back to career wise? I don't even really know. Gosh, hold on. All right. So she did Carnival Row, which was a one season at Amazon that never went anywhere after the one season. James and the Giant Peach miniseries, Life in a Life, Only Murders in the Building. She was in one app uh, or it's coming up. Tell it like a woman filming punk pre-production okay so she's this was my theory for why she's been doing what she's been doing is that she's trying to get more into like the the space to try and get more hype around herself so that she can get cast in more projects that was my theory is that she was trying to get a particular role and she is just like kind of fallen off a little bit and that's why this was all going the way it was but the thing about Kara is that she's kind of just always been there in a lot of celebrity spaces since the movies haven't really gone anywhere since like 2016 she is bi and so there's like this rumor that like women in Hollywood don't come out as bi. They just start becoming really good friends with Cara Delevingne. Um, So she's like a fixture in at least the space of Hollywood. Like there's no other way for me to put it. She was dating Ashley Benson for a while. There was this whole thing about them carrying a sex wing together into their apartment before they broke up. That she's just kind of always really been there, been on the outskirts, been in the spaces. But lately... She kind of fell off. I don't want to say fell off. Fell off's not the right word, but she kind of moved more into the background. I'm sure she was still at these events, but it wasn't, she wasn't as much of like, it wasn't like as big of a deal that she was there, you know? Um, But now something switched in her. And that's why I think that she's trying to get a role. Like she's trying to reinvent her career, kickstart her career again. She's trying to make money moves. I don't know. She's doing something, but she... The first instance that I only heard about recently was that a few months back, maybe even late 2021, she was at a party hosted by Leah McSweeney, 
uh, or Leah Sweeney. Is it Mick Sweeney or Sweeney? She's the housewife, New York housewife. Um, but she was at a party there. And I heard about this from Julia Fox's podcast with her co-host. And they were talking about this party because Julia Fox is the one that actually filmed the infamous uh, pretending to lick Azalea Banks video that's coming out with Kara. People thought that that wasn't Azalea Banks, uh, but that's who that was. The video clips that everyone has seen is from Julia Fox's Instagram story. And she's like on stage, Azalea Banks is performing. She's pretending to lick her leg. She's like flicking her tongue. She's all up in Azalea's face. She's trying to talk to her. At one point she took water and was drinking the water while someone's trying to talk to her. There's another clip where Azalea has like her hand like pushed out full length on Kara's shoulder, like talking to her and like doing like the very polite person head nod. And it's very clear that she's heavily intoxicated (laughs) at the very least. But on Julia Fox's podcast, she was talking about just kind of how embarrassing Kara was being because they had seen her at this party. She'd been trying to get on stage for close to like 30 minutes like kept trying to just go over the barricade, go around the stage. And obviously the stage is there, public party or not, like it's it's a private party or not. They want to protect the person performing because some people are fucking crazy, you know? And so she was trying to get around the barricade. Security kept stopping her. And then she was trying to get Azalea's attention, apparently got Azalea's attention, like shook her hand and was like, hey, I love you, blah, 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 all of that. And then in doing that, it like signaled to someone that like she was known or she was someone of important or something. I don't know. But then that's how she got on stage after 30 minutes of trying. And Julia's like, and that was very clear when it was very clear that she was hammered. That's where we see all the clips that are coming out of that. She apparently had gotten on stage, immediately fell off the stage onto the audience and then got back up and got back on the stage and was just like all over Azalea, all this stuff, okay? Flash forward to now, uh, the Billboard Awards just happened. The Billboard Awards, oh God, I'm so out of the freaking loop right now. Yeah, the Billboard uh, Music Awards just happened a few days ago. The thing about this is that Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> barely got any photos alone because Cara Delevingne is just there in every single photo. Like she's she's hiding behind the Billboard uh, background, looking at her. There's a shot of her peeking around very overprotective manager husband. Like that's the only other way I can describe some of these photos. Like older husband who married the hot young wife and she's a starlet, she's taking off, she's doing amazing things and he wants credit for making her who she is. So he's gonna be there all the time protecting her, you know, quote unquote protecting her. And like, that's just the vibe I'm getting from some of these photos. The other vibes are very much, where's my hug? She also was apparently at the Met Gala also all over Meg then too, like dancing on her and like kind of doing like really weird dance moves onto Meg. And I, I don't know, maybe they're dating on the down low. You know, if that's the case, good for them. But like these photos are really cringy, <laughs> like super embarrassing. There's this whole thing where she's trying to like gather up Meg's train on her dress and throw it. I mean, I can't even tell in some of these videos, like if Meg's annoyed or not, I really can't tell. Some of them, I'm just like, she goes silent sometimes or like doesn't address her. And then other times it's like, yeah, okay, let's go. You know, like it's it's very back and forth. So I don't know if she's playing it cool. Maybe they are dating. I don't know. There's another video of uh, Meg talking with Doja. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Kara pops up. I love you, by the way. <laughs> so funny. I think may- maybe she is trying to, you know, reinvent herself, pop up again and get herself more into big spaces. Megan is a big deal right now. She's having a fucking moment. So maybe that's why she's like kind of, latching on to try and at least 
by association build up her star power again? I would like to think not, but I mean, if that's the case, Cara, I I need you to dial it back (laughs) like nine notches and maybe do a little, maybe if you're, you're taking something, maybe dial it back a little bit. Cause this is a bit, it's, it's just, this can't be helping things. This is like more, my, I'm getting secondhand embarrassment watching these clips and I'm not even there. If I was there, I would be like, I, oh my goodness. I kind of want to, like I'm stressing out for everyone involved. <laughs> Carrie O'Donnell said, I say this genuinely, but I think Cara Delevingne may need an exorcism. A bunch of people saying she might be on coke. I mean, I don't want to speculate about drug usage, but like something's going on here. So I mean, someone on her team needs to like pull back her or something. Like, I don't know, reevaluate. It's one thing if someone's like, hey, we need to get you in the public eye more. And so she's like, okay, like here's what I'll do. And then maybe it's stressing her out. So she's like imbibing to get her confidence up. I don't know. All right, back to Creator Clash. So the thing about Creator Clash, so Creator Clash was the latest uh, YouTube content creator boxing match wasn't all youtubers but it was mostly youtubers that took place in tampa florida this past weekend i went to the battle of platforms fight last year and so when i heard about creator clash and i heard that it was going to be for charity and that it was kind of going to be you know the antithesis of battle of the platforms i was like get me there you know i gotta go so uh, as soon as tickets went on sale i bought courtside tickets i keep doing that ringside tickets i'm not a sports person i'm just not i just go for the fun of this. I go to be supportive to content creators. I go to review things. I went alone this time. I probably would have gone alone to battle the platforms last year when it was in Miami. However, the way that those tickets worked because it was a whole scam is uh, the seats that I wanted that you could only buy them in groups of four. It was really stupid. So I brought my dad and Lissa with me so that I wasn't like wasting money to go to this event and all that. And it was fun. I'm glad they went with me. But this time I was glad that I was going alone because sometimes I just like traveling alone. I just I like it. I like being able to do what I want. And I like being able to not wait around for people and things like that. So uh, plus when I'm traveling, I, I try, I don't like sleep in. I'm like, let's go enjoy, you know, the hotel. Let's go enjoy events. Like let's go enjoy the zoo. I went to the zoo <laughs> and the aquarium. I went to, I did a bunch out here, but I booked this hotel because I looked up Yingling Center, which is where the fight was taking place. And I just looked on their website. They had hotels listed and the uh, embassy suites that I ended up staying at was one of the hotels listed. So I just booked it. No problem. I had no idea zero idea that this was the official hotel for the event or one of the official hotels for the event. Like a lot of the fighters were staying there. A lot of other content creators that were uh, the VIP list and all of that were staying there. I had no idea that like events and stuff were happening at this event. So at the hotel for the event until I checked in, there was a, the way in, in the press conference. And I was fairly certain I was going to miss that because my flight came in a little later and I was like, damn it. I'm probably going to end up, you know, just live stream, doing the live stream and be a little late to the live stream and get the tail end of it. Uh, lo and behold, I walk into the hotel and I see Creator Clash. And then the uh, the press conference is literally happening as I'm walking into the hotel. And I was like, oh, okay. So what happened was, is back in April, after I'd already bought my ticket, Creator Clash, the account on Twitter, tweeted out, hey, if you are a content creator or an influencer and you're going to the event or you are about to buy tickets to the event, let us know because we have stuff planned. So I sent them a DM and was like, Hey, I'm a YouTuber. I already bought my ticket. I'm excited for the fight or something like that. And they said, here, I'll pull up my messages. <laughs> Hi, I'm a YouTuber attending the match in Tampa. Already got my ticket exclamation point. And they said, hello. Thank you for the message. Adding you to our list of influencers. Great. Thank you. That was it. Heard nothing else ever. Okay. Didn't get anything else. No big deal. No problem. Just was like, okay, cool. I'm on a list. <laughs> so 
get to the hotel, check in, drop my stuff off, change because I wanted to eat food. And uh, went downstairs and was just going to like kind of hang around the um, – was going to see if I could maybe peek in on the press conference or something. People had badges and wristbands. So I was like, okay, I probably can't get in. But they had a table set up with like two people sitting there, two girls sitting there, and they had like uh, lists and stuff and a computer. And I was like, God, maybe this is it. So I just walked up and was like, hi, I don't know what th- – if this is the right sp- – spot to be in but I was told I was put on a list don't know if this is the list (laughs) okay so they were like okay what's your name and I I gave them my name and they were like okay do what's your socials gave them small entertainment all of that I said this is what I got and just showed them the messages and I was like if not it's really no big deal like it's it's totally fine I'm totally fine and they were like oh we can we can talk to someone and get this worked out I was like it's really not a problem like it's no trouble at all so I walked away, no badge, no problem, went over to back towards like the ex- the outdoors outside of the press conference and was just kind of hanging around in the area because there was a couple other people without badges and stuff hanging around. And I was like, you know, at least this way I can catch a little bit of it. And I'm still like in the vicinity if like whatever. So then uh, I was starving. So I went and got chips. And then as I was getting chips, I saw Chris, Chris Reagan, uh, and he was like, hey, what's up? So he also got chips because he was hungry, uh, walked back around. And then kind of scoping out the area, he had a badge, I didn't. And then one of the girls that I had talked to earlier, as we're like, everyone, the press conference ends, everyone's milling around, there's a mixer party room VIP thing happening right next door. And uh, one of the girls walks up to me that I talked to and was like, hey, we figured it out, here you go, and handed me a wristband and a badge. Again, I did not go back to them, they just handed it to me. I was like, oh, okay, cool, put it on, put on the wristband. Chris is like, oh, cool. And so we just went into the event. And then he was talking to people, so I started milling around. And then I found a table and I sat there. <laughs> the mixer space is cool. They had a bunch of games set up. They had uh, camera things up, like a little photo spot. They had DJs going. They had food. They had drinks. It was cool. It was a cool space. I'm just anxious and antisocial. I'm learning that. I would like to. I, I talked about this a little bit on Instagram stories because I truly. I would like to think that I wasn't always like this and that maybe this is just a side effect of the pandemic. Like there was a time where I was working as a, in retail, I was working as a barista. You know, I talked to people who probably didn't want to talk to me all the time. You know, like I, I did that constantly. And when I was working retail, my job was literally a customer service lead. And my unofficial job title was literally dealing with the difficult customers. Like I could do this at one time, I truly think. But I was never really a party person and I've never really been someone that people invite to parties, probably because I look like a narc. And so <laughs> so in this, and I don't drink, so I don't like suddenly start being like, oh, everything's fun and cool. You know, I can't, I don't do that. <laughs> the thing about me that I'm learning is that events where there's probably a chance I'm never going to see this person again, I can figure it out, no problem. I'll probably say hi. I'll talk to you. We'll we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. There's a there's an expectation that we probably won't see each other again. However, because these are all content creators and bigger current content creators in the space that I'm actively working in, there's at least a twenty five percent chance that I'm going to bump into these people again because we're going to be in the same space at other events or other content meetups or VidCon or whatever. Like there's a, there's a potential chance that I'm going to see these people again. So I think that alone, the possibility of me sticking my foot in my, the fear of me sticking my foot in my mouth and embarrassing myself was just outweighing any chance I really wanted to like socialize and meet people. Like, I really think that the, the, the potential, the embarrassment 
to anxiety level potential was just too crazy. Cause I just, I, I found a table, I got a soda and I sat there like a gargoyle watching the room. And I kept doing, I did some circles around the room and just did my best to like weave my body. So I wouldn't bump into people because I just automatically think I'm taking up space and annoying people. Um, quite a few people, uh, recognize me or were mutuals on Twitter. And so they came up and said, hi, which was very nice of them. Uh, I've, uh, met Jarvis. Um, I met Annabelle, uh, who came up and said, hi, I hadn't met her before, but she was like, hi, I'm sorry. Swell. It was very, she was like, hi, are you Amanda? And that was just very nice for her. And Annabelle talked to me a couple of times throughout the event, which was just very sweet. Cause I was feeling very awkward. And <laughs> she came up and talked to me. Um, her boyfriend, Matt was fighting Matt Watson. And so that was just very, that, that stuck out to me. That was very sweet of her. Um, I met Harley from Epic Mealtime who I had never seen before, but he had walked, I I'd seen his content, but I had never like we don't follow each other or anything like that. But he walked up uh, with his girlfriend and his mom and was like, hey, um, I, I've seen your uh, Lily Singh video. It was a great video. I just wanted to introduce myself and say hi. And uh, so he introduced me to himself, his girlfriend, and then his mom. And his his mom was very sweet. She was like, I'm sorry, I'm Heather and you're Amanda, right? Like it was it was it was sweet. It was very nice of him. Um, didn't have to do that. I do appreciate that. And that happened a few times throughout the, uh, the weekend, which was nice. I just... I don't know what it was. I'm sorry if anyone thought that I was just a judgy gargoyle in the corner. I really was just feeling so awkward. It just was not my scene. <laughs> I felt really bad and anxious. Um, but yeah, I stayed at the party for like just kind of two hours. I made friends with uh, Raphael, who actually ended up doing the head wraps and the cuts and cleaning people up between the rounds of the fight. Um, if you saw, if you watched the live stream or you're going to watch my video, um, he's the one with the yellow hat with all the pins on it. He was really cool. We were talking a lot. Uh, he was telling me how impressed he was, uh, with the press conference and how he wasn't sure about the fighters, but after the press conference, he was really impressed. Um, I met yodeling Haley's mom, Leslie. Uh, we talked for a while. Uh, she was like, oh, you're, you're talking about the event. Make sure you say good things about Haley. And she was very proud of her, but she was worried. <laughs> And just overall, it, the, the, it was it was a really cool setup. It was cool to be there, but I'm just not the person that does well in that environment. And I've just had to accept that about myself. I just I'm just not a the, the, there's something about the idea of me of seeing a, a cluster of people and recognizing a few of them and then being like, hey, I'm Amanda. I love your stuff. Like the, the p thought of doing that makes me want to pull my own skin back. Like I don't know if that's just me being if I've always had that. Or if that's, you know, a side effect of me being a uh, self-employed, stay-at-home content creator during a pandemic for the last two and a half years. You know, I don't know if it's that. <laughs> I don't know if I've just become, I've just become so insulated in my own bubble that the thought of talking with strangers that are people that I barely even know and the possibility of embarrassing myself is just too much for me to bear. But I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Um, and that pretty much was most of the event. Saturday, I met, uh, William came and picked me up from the hotel because he's from the Tampa area and he was visiting someone in Tampa. So he was like, let's do lunch. So me and William met for the first time while I was in Tampa. We went and got Panera bread. We talked for like two hours. It was really cool. It was fun. It was nice to see William. It was funny as he picked me up, we're driving and he's like, it's really weird seeing you in 3D. Like I see your profile and I don't see that often. That's very weird. William, for those of you who don't know, William's my editor. Uh, he edits my, the, he does the, the main edit for the videos and the edits for the podcast. And then I fine tune things mainly for the videos. He'd 
he's pretty good about the podcast. I, I usually don't edit things from the podcast. He's he's uh, gotten really good at that. Um, not that there's a whole lot to edit. I just talk too much. Um, and so he cuts out when I repeat myself or I'm reading something because I'm dyslexic and I have to restart things 17 times. But he, he has made my work-life balance in, infinitely better. He is an incredible editor and employee. And he's not even really an employee. He's just <laughs> – it was kind of funny because he – we were going to get food and we were like going back and forth over who was paying. Cause I was like, okay, well like I'm, this is like a work trip for me. So like I'll buy. And he was like, no, I've seen mad men. You're the client. I got to treat the client. <laughs> it was fun though. We talked for a while. And then I went back to the hotel and cleaned myself up for uh, the fight and uh, you know, got myself all ready. Cause I like getting dressed up for these things a little bit. Fight happened, all that. I had the VIP pass, but I had my seat and I'm glad I stayed where I was because I really liked my seat actually. Um, there, it was kind of blocked from one of the, uh, pillars, but it worked out. I sat next to two guys. God, did I not get their names or did I get their names and forget them? Cause that's also very possible. Anyways, they were cool. Um, they were just like, they didn't even really, I don't even think they were really rooting for anyone in particular that I could tell. They were just kind of very involved in every single fight. I don't think there was anyone that they were really there to like cheer for. God, now I'm trying to think, were they just there because there was a fight? I don't even know if they were really there for anyone individually. They were just excited for the fight overall. Um, but they were both pretty involved in the uh, iDubs uh, and Dr. Mike fight. So maybe they were just there for iDubs. I don't know. But they were uh, they were cool talking with me and all of that. So after the fight, uh, as things were winding down, I saw that some of the badge people were going this way. So I just followed them that way. <laughs> Because I had my badge and there was like a uh, lounge area that was sponsored by uh, Fansly, I believe is how you say it. Yeah, Fansly, a paid social network. Um, they were a main uh, sponsor of the event. I believe they were also a main IDEP sponsor. They He wore one of their hats walking out, but they sponsored the uh, VIP area. So there was food there, which was nice because I didn't eat dinner and I was starving uh, and they had drinks again. And I just kind of hung around a little bit. Um, I met another person. I met Tori and Robbie. Tori was like, I'm sorry, are you Amanda? Like, I'd feel so weird if I didn't say hi. Uh, Tori was cool. Uh, Tori, gosh, let me get the name. Yeah. So I met, yep, it's still Tori and Robbie. So they were cool. Uh, they were uh, at, we talked for them for a little bit. Oh, totally forgot to mention this. On the flight over, I ended up sitting next to Josh who works a couple of different content creators, uh, social medias, uh, but he was working on, gosh, where's Josh's stuff? Josh or Don is, uh, he does uh, the TikTok and stuff for uh, Graham Steffen's The Ice Coffee Hour podcast and stuff. And so, uh, and a couple of other people and he does his own stuff as well. But on the flight over, I saw that he was like running their podcast and I was like, or he was like playing their podcast. And I was like, hey, are you going to the fight? And so we started talking. And so he was actually in the VIP area afterwards as well. So we were talking for a while about uh, shorts and YouTube and all of that. So that was cool. Um, and then they flipped the lights on and kicked everyone out. <laughs> there was a party afterwards that Annabelle told me about, which was very nice of her. She was like, yeah, I think it's just open. You can come. Gave me the address. And I went over there and then I just left. Like I, I was probably there for five minutes. No one was like weird or anything. I was just like, I, I need to go. <laughs> I, I don't, I think I'm done for the night. I've had too much social interaction. I think I've, I've hit my social quota and I was just like feeling like, not like I was on the verge of a panic attack, but I was feeling very buzzy. Like I just had too many people, I think at that point. And I just needed to kind of be alone for a little bit. So I, uh, 
just ended up getting a, a, a lift back to the hotel and uh, stayed in for the rest of the night. But also some people were concerned about this on my Instagram because I posted how after the fight I had someone being weird to me. It was a guy. And I want to make it very clear. I, t- I post, I pointed this out the next day. Uh, yeah. So after we had left the venue, I was off to the side for a little bit trying to figure out, you know, God, what do I want to do? Do I want to get food because I'm starving still? Do I want to go, you know, back to the hotel? Kind of trying to figure it out. And I was also just waiting for like the crowds of the other attendees to clear out. So it was easier for me to get a lift home because it was just a little crazy on the at the center's campus area. And these the Yuling Center is inside the University of South Florida, I think it is, uh, campus. And so uh, I was, but I was sitting off to the side. I called my dad and was checking because he has been trying to call me the entire event. And I was like, because he, he was watching the event as well. And so I was concerned because he had Hermes. But uh, I called him and find out that no, he was just trying to let me know that someone on TikTok ha- on TikTok Live had their cock out. And he was like, "You did you see the video I sent you? I'm like, I don't want to see this random dude's cock, but thank you for sharing. Like, I'd, I thought someone was dying, you know. Um, but I got off the phone and this guy, I had clocked him out of my vision when I was, when I was talking to my dad, cause I was standing off alone a little bit on the sidewalk, like off to the side, a little ways away from the exit. And, uh, there was other groups of people, but I was clearly the only person who was standing alone. Okay. And I had clocked this guy also alone, kind of clocking me, you know, like he was smoking, kind of looking around, kind of what he was doing, kind of meandering my way. And I was like, oh, cool. I get to deal with this now. Guy walks up. And he's like, you've got a different vibe about you. It's like, okay, clearly drunk right off the bat already. And he's smoking and he's just like, I was like, I do. And he was like, yeah, you know, you're just really different than everyone else here. And I was like, okay. I'm thinking like, I don't, I don't even know what I was really thinking at that moment. He's like, yeah, you just have prerogative about you. And a lot of people just don't have that here. I was like, I have, a, I have a prerogative about me. What, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? Because I'm a cunt. Um, <laughs> and he was just like, I don't know how to describe it, but I just know that it's good to have one. It's like, okay. He's like, yeah, you know, a lot of students here, they just don't have their prerogatives in check or they just don't really have that about them. And I was like, oh, I'm not a student. He was like, "Oh, you're not? Wow, I thought you were." It was, it was, it was, it was starting to get very. the The tone of the initial interaction was starting to get very. You seem mature for your age, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't care if I'm 24 and not a student here. I need to fucking remove myself from this situation." So I was just like, "Yeah, no, I'm. I'm actually my shuttle's here. I gotta go. I, I'm. I was here for the fight. Wow, there's a fight." Cool. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm going. Bye. Have a good night. It was nice talking to you. Goodbye. It was just weird. It was awkward. I'm fine. I was just like alone. So it's like when you're, when you're alone and things like that happen and you're already in another state in a place where it's dark and you don't know where your lift is or what the deal is, you're, it's just kind of like, wow, this fucking sucks. I'm just going to go now. Like this is, so I just kind of wandered off and found another group of people from the fight that were just kind of hanging around and waiting for their ride. So I just hung around like off to the side away from them. So I just wasn't alone alone. So, and then Annabelle came up and uh, talked to me a little bit. Overall, I liked the fight. I thought it was good. Uh, I didn't really talk to anyone else the rest of the trip. Not really. I went the next day. I went to uh, the aquarium and then I finished the aquarium really quickly because when you're alone, you kind of just speed run things um, because I don't have to wait for people to be done getting their photos. I could just get my stuff and then be 
I can watch the fish and uh, move forward. Uh, so after that, I went to, I was like, God, I don't want to like go back to the hotel. Like I have a whole nother day here before my flight tomorrow. So I went to the zoo, <laughs> went to zoo Tampa by myself as well. Saw everything. It started raining and then it started pouring rain. And then the humidity was so bad. I wanted to die. And so after seeing everything, I went back to the hotel and then my feet were killing me because I stopped walking after walking for the whole day. And that was it. <laughs> And then I, my flight was delayed and I got home and yeah, all around, uh, the actual review of the fight itself will be coming out, uh, Friday after this episode. All in all, I, I really liked the event. Um, it was cool. I'm just an anxious artichoke and have the social skills of a banana. I don't know. I just, I, I would love to figure, if anyone has any suggestions on how for me to not be such an anxious mess that doesn't include just like me picking up drinking, that would be lovely. <laughs> I'm sure if I did drink, I would have a better time at these functions. And it's not like, I, I really don't have a problem being like the sober person or whatever. And it's like, there's plenty of people that were there that weren't drinking as well. I don't want it to sound like everyone was drunk and that's why I was uncomfortable or anything like that. I just was uncomfortable <laughs> because I couldn't talk to anyone because I felt anxious. And also there's this thing about social media things because my entire existence of being a full-time content creator has been during a pandemic. I really haven't met up with a ton of other content creators. And uh, the thing is, is that I, I don't know where like mutual ends and friend begins with online relationships because like what I consider a friend like someone else may not consider that, you know, friendship, you know, that's, it, it sounds weird, but like, I don't know, like, Hey, we follow each other on Twitter. Can I come and say hi to you at a party or something? Like, you know, I don't know where that line is for myself and I don't know where that line is for other people. And so it's like, again, I don't want to be the Cara Delevingne at a group that's just like popping up in the background of photos. <laughs> uh, so I just chose to be a gargoyle in the corner. <laughs> I'm glad I went. Uh, thank you to the girl who gave me the badge. I don't know if someone on planning was like, oh yeah, it's still entertainment, it's fine. Or whatever, who knows? Or if they were like, oh yeah, we forgot we told people to, to message us on Twitter or whatever. We forgot about this. Who knows? I don't know what it was. But uh, thank you for giving me a badge. Sorry I was a goblin about it and barely used it. At this time, I'm not fighting anyone. But if anyone wants to box me, I'm down to box. <laughs> I want to box so badly. I've been trying to box someone for two years now-ish. Let's go. I want to duke it out. Let's go. I won't wear glasses when we fight. So you don't have to worry about punching a girl with glasses. It'll be fine. And that's going to be it. Uh, sorry this was like a short shorter, more awkward episode. I just wanted to talk about uh, Creator Clash a bit more because I really did think the overall event was very impressive and I just wanted to talk about it more and my own experiences with stuff that wasn't, you know, making it into the YouTube video. So a little bonus content, I guess. If you like this podcast episode, uh, be sure to rate and subscribe. New episodes every Wednesday. If you want to see my uh, face when we do these episodes, I do have a video channel podcast, video channel podcast, YouTube channel for the podcast. My God, Swell Shenanigans podcast at YouTube. Um, if you would like to send in your own shenanigans to potentially be featured on an episode of the listener shenanigans uh, for Swell Shenanigans, you can go ahead and send that to the Swell Shenanigans podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, or if you want to send a voice memo, you can send that to our anchor page and that's going to be it. Thank you all so much for watching and listening and see you guys next week. Goodbye.